Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So, I guess I'm an environmentalist now. I didn't think I was, but apparently I am. I saw a headline, and the headline is Two Face Felony Charges Over Balloon Pollution. And I thought, okay, what are we doing here? And then I looked at the witness video on Instagram, the qualified captain, and I thought, yeah. Uh, they deserve it. It's agonizing. So a 26-year-old woman and a 29-year-old man are facing criminal charges over the disposal of balloons into Biscayne Bay down in Florida. And uh, they were used to decorate a yacht during a marriage proposal. So, and you think, oh, the balloons on a yacht. Yeah, they had this whole front end of the boat covered in these balloons for the proposal and at the end you see the video and these guys are just popping the balloons just popping them and the you know the the debris from the balloons are going into the bay it's really unimaginable like i I can't believe someone would actually do that so miami-dade police officers have issued civil citations with more than twenty-three thousand dollars in fines for the illegal dumping at the bayshore landing marina in coconut grove and the couple Uh, who were both working on the boat, although I don't think they had anything to do with the balloon popping. He was arrested on uh, Wednesday, and she was arrested on Friday, and they both are facing charges of willful disregard for the environment. Third-degree felony, punishable with a fine of up to $50,000, or imprisonment for five years, or both. And uh, she has a bond of $5,000. The guy initially was arrested on a charge of reckless disregard for the environment, which is a second degree misdemeanor. That's only 10 grand and 60 days in jail or both. His bond was set at $500. Although the detective on the case later clarified, yeah, there was a mistake in the charge. So sorry. And, uh, not everyone who received a $2,510 citation actually touched the balloons or was present for the celebration. So they uh, have fined the owner of the charter yacht, the event coordinator, the person in charge of the charter company, and they cited uh, one, two, three, four other workers. It's pretty incredible that they would uh, just pop the balloons over the water like that. I mean, that is willful disregard for the environment, and it's they deserve what they get for that. And had no one caught it on video, Like the qualified captain uh, posted on Instagram, uh, there would have been nothing done. And do I want, (laughs) do I want fish and birds and turtles eating balloon debris? No, I do not. So as I said, uh, I believe that I am an environmentalist now. I know. I didn't think I could actually, well, I knew, you know, I'm, I'm all for the environment. I just think that some of these rules are incredibly dumb. This, however, is not. So I'm a 
I'm an environmentalist and damn proud of it. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So way back in April, uh, a little over a month ago, uh, April of 2022, uh, Moderna announced that uh, Jorge Gomez, or George Gomez, J-O-R-G-E Gomez, would be taking over as CFO on May 9th of 2022. And it was a privilege for him to join an organization that was focused on developing transformative medicines to address major public health care challenges worldwide. I look forward to working with the team on this great mission. That was a quote from Mr. Gomez. Now, on May 10th, he quit. He had the job for one day. And he then decided that, uh, you know what? I'm done. <laughs> I, don't, I can't do this job anymore. I'm out. Uh, sure, I'm going to go ahead and take the $700,000 salary with me. I know, I know, I'm not going to be able to get the signing bonus or future bonuses within that one-year period, but I'm taking the 700000 with me, okay? And sure, uh, board member and former Hillrom CEO is going to serve as interim uh, CFO, but I, I can't do it anymore. But I know you were all happy and wanted the job and everything, and I thought you were going to move in. Yeah, well, the day that I quit, uh, the company that I used to work for has an ongoing uh, investigation into certain matters, including financial reporting. Oh, oh, you mean there was a problem? Yeah, there were, you know, issues with, you know, incentives and paying out uh paying out extra money for dental suppliers products and uh you know they just weren't properly accounted for <laughs> wait what yeah uh that's an internal i got it had nothing to do with me though uh i've just decided that i don't want to be the cfo at moderna anymore so let me take my seven hundred thousand and get the heck out of here okay all right mr gomez you take care good luck god bless i'm sure that there won't be any criminal investigations or charges from the last company, uh, Dense Spy, uh, Serona Incorporated. I'm sure that you as executive vice president and chief financial officer of that company that's doing an internal investigation on some ongoing financial issues, you won't have anything to do with that. You just didn't want to be in charge of Moderna anymore. We got it. No problem. Take your 700 grand and go home okay all right take care i mean you know that he was trying to just sneak out of there before everything was investigated maybe they wouldn't notice i could just get out of there head over to moderna get settled in everything will be fine even if they start investigating after i'm already at moderna i'll be long gone and they won't be able to hook me in and everybody will be happy with my job at moderna but the news broke on the first day, maybe even broke a couple days before, you know, for the insiders. And uh, he was like, uh, showed up for work on the first day and they were like, yeah, no. Uh, tell you what there, uh, Jorge or George, J-O-R-G-E, um, you need to go ahead and need to go. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and leave that, 
There's that door code uh, card right there on you on the desk and uh, get out. And he still gets to keep the 700 grand. Uh, hopefully he doesn't have to pay a fine from, to the other place, but that's not a bad day's work. Seven, <laughs> 700,000. I know I would, uh, I'd like a gig like that. I mean, that's not really work. One day, your first day, you're settling in, you're getting to know the people, you want to know who's in charge of different departments, you're getting uh, getting yourself known, getting an idea of what needs to be done for the work, and then, uh, no, uh, your day's over, you're out, and here's 700000 Did I mention get out? I did? Okay, yeah, just uh, the doorway's right there. Yeah, don't let it hit you in the ass on the way out. I never quite understood that phrase because uh, if i'm kicking you out of someplace i want the door to uh to kick you in the ass <laughs> but either way whether the door hits you kicks you whatever get out so did you see the super flower blood moon lunar eclipse so if you're listening live today is the 16th of may 2022 and on the 15th of May into a little bit of today, uh, technically, there was the super flower. I mean, I'm sorry, the super flower blood moon lunar eclipse that occurred. And there's some great pictures of it from around the world. If you didn't get an opportunity to see it, you can find them uh, on in the on the internet. <laughs> That's where you find things now. I don't know if the newspaper had any of the pictures of them or not. And uh, my wife, uh, of course, uh, frame life photography was out. She had the perfect place. Uh, scoped out she wanted to have it uh, a place where you know as the moon was rising and over the church steeple and how between she's got a place where she takes a couple of shots of the moon she had it all mapped out it was beautiful and uh, you know it was all good to go for the super flower blood moon lunar eclipse and then uh, as it was uh, rising and coming up and just about at the peak up above the church steeple we had storms coming through here last night, so uh, the cloud cover started pushing over the moon. Uh, she was a little tad, tad little angry at uh, Mother Nature. <laughs> I know she went out and took some lightning shots like she you know normally does, uh, but uh, she was a little angry at the old, uh, the old clouds blowing over the super flower moon lunar eclipse. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize to uh, all lunar eclipses. This was the super flower blood moon lunar eclipse. Whew, gotta get that right. Sorry. Anyway, hope you enjoyed it and had fun. Stayed safe. I mean, we had the asteroid pass by us yesterday as well. That was early uh, yesterday, the 15th, Sunday the 15th. It passed by us. Whew. We were lucky to uh, whew, have asteroid 388945. Uh, pass by us. <laughs> That's not the first time it's come by. So uh, it's coming by every couple of years now. And so you know, just be careful. That's the that's the big one. You know, the bigger the New York Empire State Building size, it's also bigger than the Eiffel Tower and the Statue of Liberty. It's what they say. I mean, I'm not an asteroid, you know, expert, but I'm just saying that asteroid three eight eight nine four five. Uh, you know, passed by us and whew, we were, uh, we're safe. We're safe right now. And we're supposed to, it was possible that we got, uh, you know, a meteor storm as, uh, there was, you know, possible meteor outburst as we passed through the 
asteroids debris field so a lot going on in space a lot going on in space plus you know we talked about the space hotel going up like in 2025 so then we have uh blue origin and uh what's his face i never can remember virgin galactic with richard branson uh taking space tourists up uh elon doesn't take tourists up and so uh and they're you know taking tourists up past the carbon line and uh, that's part of their ride well now i read a story where we're gonna have space tourism by balloon (laughs) and that's gonna start happening in a couple years so according to this more than half or at least half of the of americans want to travel to space now if you travel virgin galactic or blue origin i mean you gotta have some cash right so i think this is the poor man's ride to space so it's a, the balloons aren't a rocket launch. It's very gentle. You just leave and you head up into the stratosphere. Oh, and you don't have to have high G's or training isn't required. Trips don't release carbon emissions either. So as an environmentalist now, I, I care about that. A Florida-based company is using hydrogen to power its six-hour journeys. Six hours wow so you can eat drink and walk around during the flight that is so cool the rendering of the of the balloon <laughs> looks like a family room <laughs> so by the way i mean when you take the balloon up you don't go to the karma line so uh you know it's not clear you know could they explode yeah sure sure it could explode <laughs> but you know Ah, that's all right. Don't worry about it. It's fine. We've sent hundreds up and nothing has happened. So don't worry about it. What do you think? It's going to be the Hindenburg all over again? Stop it. That was just a a little fly in the ointment. (laughs) The risk is low for these hydrogen balloons when they're launched. So don't don't even worry about it. Just... Pay your, uh, you know, $150,000 and take your six-hour trip. Now, you can uh, already book flights with a $1,000 refundable deposit for space perspective flight. So, you could you just, you know, you're reserving the flight. And if you decide not to, you get your 1000 back, or at least that's what they say. <laughs> and that's from the space perspective flight. Now, there's two different companies that are taking reservations for the balloon flights. One, uh, the World View capsule costs 50000 a seat. And the Space Perspective, which is $1,000 uh, refundable reserving of a seat, that one's going to cost you $125,000. All right. And uh, they said all U.S. base flights are sold out in 2024 (laughs) so you're not gonna go past the carbon line and you're gonna be up there you're gonna travel 30 about you're gonna travel about 20 to 25 miles above the earth and you're gonna you know enjoy the view all right i don't know you don't get to jump out i mean you're not gonna be what was his name bumgartner uh, the skydiver who jumped off the space balloon. That was incredible. Uh, I don't know if you remember that. Man, that was, seems like so long ago now. Uh, 2012. But that was an amazing 
jump. I mean, he was on that space balloon and, and jumped off. <laughs> Dived back to Earth. It was incredible, man. It was incredible. And he was in the, you know, the helium balloon. And so, I mean, I don't think you're going to, you're not going to be able to do that, but you will just be able to kick back and enjoy the ride and be up there and kind of space for only, you know, 50,000 on the cheap one, 125,000 on the little bit more expensive one, still cheaper than blue origin and what's his faces virgin galactic all right let's go to the break room i need something cold to drink desperately huh ah, so good did you get your cnn plus welcome package no you didn't oh well darn the luck so a week after the CNN Plus streaming service collapsed, uh, the laid-off employees received a welcome package from the network filled with branded, branded gifts and notes. How sweet is that? That's worth some money now, is it? Uh, hundreds of CNN Plus employees uh, that were laid off uh, got their welcoming packages, received gift packages from the network. And the network said, oh, gosh darn it. We're so sorry. That was a mistake. It was an accident. So they got CNN Plus uh, plant pens. They got headphones, food containers, even popcorn makers. <laughs> no wonder they spent so much damn much money. How about they, they should have been worried about the content instead of worried about, hey, you know what we need? We need CNN Plus popcorn makers. You know what? Let's spend some money on CNN Plus popcorn makers oh okay all right that's a you know that's a good idea we got a little tote bag <laughs> i don't know if the popcorn maker uh, you know made it into the tote bag maybe that was a separate gift but just incredible uh, just amazing they no wonder they failed but how do i know i'd like to have a cnn plus popcorn maker just for the heck of it now they claim that they brought in 150,000 subscribers with a, in this story with a 5.99 a month subscription fee. I don't believe that. I would think if they had 150,000 paying subscribers at $6 a month, they would have kept it up. I think they would have kept it open. I think that is not a true number, but what do I know? And I didn't get a swag bag from them either, so what the heck do I know? You know, I started watching uh Outlander on Netflix. It's like, I don't know, it's got like six or seven seasons now, and Netflix has, I think, five or six of them up. I'd never watched it before. It started back in 2014. I started I started looking at, finding out what the heck, why is there so many, and I don't know about it. I guess it was made for stars. That's the, the platform that uh, the show was made on. Netflix, I mean, I'm sure it's a big show. I looked it up. I mean, it's got huge stars in it. They're awesome. And uh, some serious... In season one alone, 16 seasons, 16 episodes, 16 episodes in season one alone. And there's some pretty intense sex scenes in this show. I mean, holy cow. I'm sure that this show has an intimacy coordinator 
uh, to be sure they are making some money but uh, i bet you netflix really pushes this show over the edge if it's not already maybe i'm behind the times on the outlander but i will say that uh, you know she travels but the premise of the show is that she travels back in time by accident with these stones that make people go back go to different times in the past i guess maybe there nobody as far as i know here in season one no one has gone to the future but we don't know that apparently the history is that you go to these stones and you go back in time she went back to 1743 she's from 1945 and she ran into another person another lady who had time traveled back to this time although she'd been there for a while so there are other people she's not the only one that can travel in time and she heard this song talking about it and you know the the history of it and so uh you know she falls in love and she originally wants to of course and wants to get back uh, to 1945 but not really because she's in love and uh you know they fight i'm some serious uh some good violence some good sex scenes <laughs> and some horrible sex scenes as well uh, in this show. But I'm reminded of when she goes back to uh, 19, or 1743 in Scotland, it's how bad the English were to the Scots and how bad they hated the English and their battle with the English to take over Scotland. I mean, I believe that's probably still true to this day. Uh, and it reminded so much of what the Redcoats are doing in Scotland. Kind of reminded me of the United States today. Maybe that's just me, but it sure seems like we've got, uh, you know, our government is similar, similar to the Redcoats of that day. But yeah, I could be wrong. Uh, you know, who knows? Uh, you know, what do I know? I'm just watching a stupid show on Netflix. And speaking of Netflix, you know, the big headline is they Netflix new culture memo taking a hard line on attempts to uh, attempts to silence artistic expression. And I agree with what they said, right? If you do not like working on a particular job that we've asked you to work on, then, you know, fun, maybe Netflix is not the place for you, which is kind of a strange place for Netflix because these this is one of those companies that, uh, you know, believed in the, uh, you know, the chickens running the coop. And uh, so, you know, and you can't really have that, right? You just can't have the chickens running the coop. Jeff, isn't it the inmates running the asylum? No, uh, not here on Chewing the Fat. It's chickens running the coop, okay? That's just the way it is. But uh, they talk about uh, that employees may be required to work on projects that they perceive to be harmful and that they have a hard time accepting their work assignment. They might want to consider working somewhere else. And of course, you know, we on our side of the aisle think what a great thing. Hey, that means that, uh, you know, people like Dave Chappelle and, and Joe Rogan and anything that the, you know, the woke culture people working in Netflix uh, don't want to work on tough. They have to. But that goes both ways, right? If you're working at Netflix and you don't want to work on a show that uh, is uh, really, really woke. Like, uh, I was watching the one show, gosh darn it, what's it called? Oh yeah, Heartstopper. Wow. <laughs> you want to talk about a show that is a woke Heartstopper. It's based on the graphic novels by Alice Oseman. It uh, tells the story of two British teens uh, at an all-boys grammar school. and 
the one boy goes to the all-girls grammar school because uh, he turned into a girl or, had, you know, was trans. And I was just the whole thing is really, really woke. And it's called Heartstopper. Oof. If you are not a fan of uh, woke shows, do not watch Heartstopper. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> my point is it could, that street for Netflix uh, laying down the law could work both ways. You know, it's kind of doubtful that it would work both ways, but it certainly could. And really, I'm kind of okay with it. If you're working at a corporation and your job is to produce a show uh, or, you know, make it ready to be streamed and what you, how you want to promote it and how you want to tag it and make it available and put it in whatever sections on your site, on your platform that you want to put it in, that's your job. You need to do it to the best of your ability, no matter what the show is. And if you disagree with that, then, you know, take a hike, find another place to work. So I do agree with Netflix on that. And I think I agree with CBS as they canceled uh, some shows uh, this past week. They canceled uh, Magnum P.I., which, (laughs) okay, Uh, it's not Tom Selleck, my friends. Uh, They canceled uh, United States of Al. They canceled Be Positive. They canceled Good Sam and How We Roll. So I know Magnum P.I. had five seasons. So good luck, God bless. And uh, you know we paid the bills for a while, but uh, no longer. So anyway, dry your eyes for those shows. If you were a fan of Magnum PI or United States of Al or Be Positive or Good Sam or How We Roll, it's over. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. So as I'm looking at who died today, I have a couple stories about people who, well, they didn't die today, but they died a while ago, but they're, you know, we're talking about them. So Fez Marie Watley, uh, who was from the Ron and Ron show a hundred years ago in Tampa Bay. And then from 1998 until 2015, co-hosted with Ron Bennington, the Ron and Fez show, uh, passed away in August of last year, he had, uh, you know, his heart finally gave out according to Ron Bennington. And, uh, he had a total of, I guess, five heart attacks. I don't, you know, I, I know they've talked about it on the show, which I didn't listen to for, you know, a number of, of years, but I mean, he had five heart attacks. I'm not a fan of heart attacks. I've had one. And so having five fez, I understand, <laughs> uh, it's not fun. Uh, you can quote me on that. But he was great, and I worked with him, and he I worked with him uh, when we worked for uh, Cox Broadcasting, and he was working then Ron and Ron, and then he was working with Hooters on the radio, and we were doing bits uh, during the afternoon show together. It was just, a, you know, it was a fun time uh, back in, I don't know, the 90s, I guess that's when it was, who, who remembers time. But uh, apparently they're having a memorial service for him, uh, coming up this weekend, uh, Sunday, May twenty sixth, May twenty second, 
in Pinellas Park, Florida, for those of you in Tampa Bay. And apparently, um, they needed a bigger place because too many people are wanting to come. So the venue is uh, being moved to the Pinellas Park Performing Arts Center. And uh, you can contact uh, Tammy Hiller uh, for information, 727-647-0795. Uh, if you wanted to go, if you're in Tampa Bay and you wanted to go to the memorial service and pay your respects to Fez Watley or Todd Hiller is, is, was his real name, uh, his off-air name, uh, you can do so uh, this Sunday from 1 to 4 at the Pinellas Park Performing Arts Center. I just wanted, I, 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 I'm sorry, rest in peace, Fez. Uh, you know, he was a funny, funny man. And uh, I... Very sad, and I wish I could be there. I'll be there uh, in spirit. And uh, just if you could go and pay your respects, do so. But uh, Fez Marie Watley, dead at 57 years of age. Okay, so we also got an announcement from Britney Spears uh, over the weekend on her Instagram account. And Britney is saying that she is no longer expecting uh uh, this post um signed sam and Brittany, uh that uh, it is with our deepest sadness that we have to announce that we have lost our miracle baby early in the pregnancy this is a devastating time for any parent perhaps we should have waited to announce until we were further along however we were overly excited to share the good news Our love for each other is our strength. We will continue trying to expand our beautiful family. We are grateful for all of your support. We kindly ask for privacy during this difficult moment. And remember, it was last week, right? She was talked about being in bed with a headache and couldn't get out of bed. And so, uh, you know, that may have had something to do with it. Now, I know many of you, not me, because it's a horrible thing losing a child, okay? And it it would not... uh, it would not be me to say that, uh, to ask the question, you know, look, I know you were posting pictures of yourself nude before you were pregnant, uh, you know, and so, you know, uh, far be it from me, these people that are saying, hey, was she ever pregnant at all? That's not me. That's other, that's other people asking that question. And how dare you think that Brittany would just say that she was pregnant? And not be. It'd be it'd be wrong. So stop saying it. Then we have another tragic story about a mom suing TikTok after her daughter died from playing the blackout challenge on TikTok. Now, it's a tragic story. And the mother is suing TikTok. Her daughter died from attempting the dangerous stunt called the blackout challenge. She found out about it on the app. Uh, Tawania Anderson. Uh, said that her daughter, Nyla, was rushed to the hospital after attempting the challenge, which encourages users to choke themselves until passing out. She was in an intensive care unit for several days before she died. Now, her lawsuit filed in the U.S. District Court of the Eastern District of Pennsylvania. Anderson says her daughter heard about the challenge from TikTok's For You page, which serves users' uh, videos based on an algorithm. TikTok's algorithm uh, determined that the deadly blackout challenge was well-tailored and likely to be be of interest to the 10-year-old, and she died as a result. Uh, Before she died, she was an active, happy, healthy, incredibly intelligent child, uh, and she spoke three languages. That's, I mean, I'm very sad that this happened. 
Okay. And the suit named several reports that found social media could negatively affect young children, especially their mental health. The algorithm, uh, the suit alleges, takes into account users' demographics, including age, that preys upon vulnerable users, such as children, who are thrust into a never-ending dopamine feedback loop, which creates addiction and a compelling urge to engage further in the TikTok defendant's app. I, I don't necessarily degree, uh, disagree with that. However... I was under the impression that there was an age limit on TikTok of being 13 years old. Oh, wait, I didn't mention this girl was 10 years old. I'm sorry. She was only 10 years old. What is she doing on TikTok at 10 years old? I'm sorry. Now, I know I, it's a horrible thing that happened and it should not have happened. But I hate to be where were the parents? But where were the parents? I want to know. Uh, because I'm pretty sure that TikTok has an age demo of no one younger than 13 years of age. So if you have a TikTok account and you're under that age, that means that you have lied, right? You have an email account, uh, your mother or your parents or your older sisters or brothers, uh, help you to get an email account so that you can have access. And I'm not sure exactly. I know that to be true with some other apps. I don't know exactly the process for TikTok, but I know that they, I know that I've read that you have to be 13 years old. Uh, now I get it. I get it. You know, people lie and do stuff all the time, but if you lie to get on the app and then do something terrible because of the app, that's not really the app's fault. Uh, you weren't supposed to be there. But in today's world, I'm sure it'll be TikTok's fault. And you know what? They're from, you know, <laughs> it's a Chinese app, so I almost don't care. But I do, I mean, it's, it's, it's ridiculous that we're blaming an app for an issue that shouldn't have been an issue because she shouldn't have been on the app to begin with. So, like I said, I hate to be where were the parents, but where were the parents? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So in the world of aviation, we know that uh, Boeing now uh, is moving out of Chicago. We've had enough. Uh, sure, it's a beautiful town, <laughs> especially this time of year. It is beautiful. And man, do we love the mayor and the entire administration of the city of Chicago. But you know what? Arlington, Virginia is the place for me. So we're moving out of Chicago. Uh, they said uh, Boeing... <laughs> Virginia is a place you ought to be. So they loaded up the plane and they moved to Arlington. 
Yeah. So, uh, so where it doesn't really work, but they got the hell out of Chicago. We're excited to build on our foundation here in Northern Virginia, said the CEO of Boeing, uh, Dave Calhoun. The region makes strategic sense for our global headquarters. Sure, we've been in Chicago for 20 some years, I think since 2001. So it has been 20 years, but, uh, we, you know, we need a, we're still going to have people there. We're still going to, it's not like we're just completely moving out of Chicago. We're leaving a couple of hundred employees, you know, for the region, but we need to have our global corporate headquarters someplace else. And that's going to be Virginia. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, I mean, Boeing is, uh, out. Have a nice day. We're getting out of Chicago. And, uh, you know, you read between the lines. It's like we've had enough of the crime. We don't like it. And we have, uh, you know, a good business partnership with the administration, uh, you know, in the state of Virginia with uh, Governor Youngkin. And they also probably got uh, some good uh, some good uh, tax benefits. And they're also close to home, right? I mean, they make a lot of money from uh, the government and they make a lot of money from the military contracts so they need to be close to washington closer to washington dc than chicago and so i'm sure you know because the ceo couldn't live in virginia and keep the company in chicago that can't happen i don't know if you know that that just cannot happen so goodbye chicago have a nice day Congratulations to Southwest Airlines, as they say they're going to unveil more powerful Wi-Fi and expanded overhead storage. Yay! So we had the Hawaiian Airlines saying they're going to give free internet with Starlink from Elon. And so now these uh, these other airlines are like, you know, we probably do need to do something with the Wi-Fi. People like to use the internet on our airplanes, uh, you think? And they don't want to pay $8 billion to maybe stream a movie. Okay. We want to get on and be able to. We can't have them on while we're taking off our landing though. I mean, because we just can't. It's bad. Okay. Whatever. Fine. And they're they're also going to have a uh, space bins. Uh, That's what they're calling. Uh, It's the new addition to the 737 MAX fleet. So the new bins will add 50% more storage. That's interesting. That's interesting because the carry-on bags on Southwest, uh, I mean, well, Southwest still, the bags fly free, right? And so that means they're probably going to start charging for luggage and your carry-on will be free, which is, uh, you know, okay. Because uh, eh, no checking. I mean, if you could fly without checking, I'm all for it. Uh, absolutely. I mean, to be able to get on and off the plane, if you fly, if you fly domestic, if you're not flying private, you know, uh, if you fly domestic, to be able to just get on and off is the way to go. And uh, to have to check bags and go down and get your luggage and hope that it's there. And they do a pretty good, I mean, everybody complains about losing their luggage, but I mean, the millions of pieces of luggage that get transported through domestic airlines every day, they do a pretty darn good job of uh, getting your luggage to where it belongs. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, they've got to add some room on the, on the upgrade. Plus they talk about the 737 max is going to have uh, USB a and USB C ports at every seat by the end of the year. Nice. 
that's uh nice there we can charge it up so you know good luck I'm, you won't be able to do that while we're landing or taking off though because that'll take away from the airline <laughs> if that's true uh they need to fix that issue <laughs> so i don't know i guess you're going to be able to get some more drinks and uh, lots you know if you got if you've got wi-fi a stronger wi-fi you'll be able to you know stream your own stuff instead of having to pay eight million dollars for a two-hour flight to be able to have internet maybe so congratulations to all the airlines including southwest for you know upping the modernization of your airlines and that only comes at a time when there's a you know, a pilot shortage. <laughs> That's it, though. <laughs> There's just not enough pilots to fly. So, you know, you probably wait for a while at the airline. Yeah, we got this flight scheduled, but you know what? We're out of pilots. So you have to sit there and wait till we get a pilot for you. Wait, what? Yeah. Uh, during COVID, uh, they went ahead and said, hey, um, we'd like to save some money. So why don't you pilots retire and uh, get out of here? So, and they did and so now they're sweating it and they're saying well you know we could probably hire some pilots in australia and we heard from american airlines who now are using bus tickets i guess there's more bus drivers than airline pilots uh you know be in along especially in the northeast corridor uh you know be just take a bus don't worry about taking a plane well just take a bus we've got a united airlines bus line you can take oh okay uh, sure. No problem. And they talk about some of the other requirements that they have for the pilots. They required a four year degree from the pilot hiring requirements at Delta, which is now, you know what? No, you don't need to have that four year degree. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Get out of here. And how many hours are you supposed to fly before we can make you a United Airlines pilot? Yeah, you're fine. Did you fly enough in the military? Yeah, okay, you get out of here. Don't worry about it. (laughs) The airlines are trying to hire more than 12,000 pilots. Wow. Okay, good luck. God bless. Really, seriously, good luck. God bless. I don't know. know, I guess you go to a lot of, I guess you go to some of the pilots that retired too and say, you know, you try to give them a deal, which will, you know, will ultimately pay for as taxpayers because they'll say, well, you can still have your retirement, come back and double dip and we'll let you fly so many hours and make this money and you can still keep your retirement money. Yeah, it's just me though. I'm not working out a deal for them. I just know what's coming. Of course, the government will have to help, which means you and I are going to be paying for it because when we're broke, we had to hire all these pilots that retired and now we have to pay them their retirement plus we have to pay them to fly again we just we need help from the government and they will get it so all right fine no problem i mean we gotta have pilots we don't want people crashing into bridges i know last week we were all happy because uh you know a a a air traffic controller guy talked a guy into a landing that couldn't fly the plane because the pilot had some sort of health event and then this past weekend we saw where an airplane crashed into a bridge in miami and it hurt i mean holy cow six people were injured and uh there were uh no fatalities have been reported but probably i think we're gonna end up having some fatalities who knows but it was a single engine cessna 
and lost engine power and landed on the bridge and the damage was amazing to see the footage well you know of it burning and rescuing and running flying away from the plane running away from the plane and smashing into a car uh just incredible footage but the thing that ticked me off the most <laughs> and it's just from being in florida for a long time uh i get that you know it's on a bridge and we have to close it and it's you know it's a crash scene and everything but following the crash a three mile stretch along the bridge route was closed in both directions how pissed off would you be oh my gosh just bring in the sweepers pick up the plane move the car off to the sky let's get the traffic flowing again but no we have to shut it down three miles in both directions holy cow i'd be so angry <laughs> i'm sorry that the plane crashed i'm sorry that there was damage but we need to get traffic flowing so let's go Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.